0: This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on significant developments of Kartarpur Corridor talks. The participants are Shekhar Ayer, political analyst, and Nilova Roy Chaudhary, journalist.
1: Kartarpur Corridor agreement that appear to have been reached after the various meetings held yesterday at the Wagga-Atari border between Indian and Pakistani officials. There seems to have been an agreement by Pakistan has relented on a variety of issues and have agreed to allow 5,000 Indian pilgrims to go across to the Holy Shrine 365 days in the year. And various other problems that there were seem to have been sorted out in yesterday's meeting. Shekhar, what do you think this particular round of talks actually means for the operationalization of this Katharpur corridor? Well, I see it as a big step
0: forward because this was the second round of talks and at least two things are coming clear is which were actually the sticking points. One was the need for a proper infrastructure facilities which the Pakistaners agreed to do something on the other side of the border particularly the need to build all-weather bridge over River Ravi Creek which is there so that I think is a very positive movement and the second thing which was Much of India's concern was not to allow this anti-India activity on the corridor. Particularly, we know for a fact that the establishment in Pakistan has been encouraging some of these separatist Sikh elements. So, we got this time assurance that this Kartarpur Sahib corridor will not be, anyway, be allowed by these elements. So, therefore, I think this is a very positive step. Of course, there are some of the requirements that India has had is still pending, like this being the 550th anniversary. There are a lot more individuals who want to travel to visit that shrine across the border. But right now, the big picture that is coming is Pakistan has agreed to take 5,000 pilgrims a day, both in groups or in individuals, which is a very forward movement. Of course, our requirement is about something like 10,000. But I think the issue of infrastructure was always a point which was emphasized by the Pakistani side. But they have said they are going to do something, they are moving forward. I think it's a good news for a lot of our pilgrims who can travel to that Gurdwara, which was where Guru Nanak Ji had stayed for some time and without visa. And Pakistan also agreed people of Indian origin can also travel along with other Indians.
1: The thing is that, of course, Guru Nanak Dev passed away also in that particular shrine, which is what makes it so incredibly sacred, particularly for the Sikh community. India has just very recently, last week, banned the Sikhs for justice. This organization which had this, one of the sticking points was this Insistence on including this man called Gopal Singh Chawla on the Pakistani side for the talks. He is the sort of prabandhak of the Gurdwara Management Committee on the Pakistani side, and Pakistan has agreed to not include him. So I think that could be one of the reasons that the talks went very well yesterday and there was some forward movement. The other issue that is raised, as Mr. Das from the Home Ministry pointed out yesterday, is the security of the pilgrims and the fact that India has sought consular access is at all times to all pilgrims visiting that Gurdwara. What from your point of view, are the kind of security problems that could be created once this corridor gets underway and this many people travel across every day? You see, what has been of
0: suspect? particularly of the attitude and intention of Pakistan authorities previously which was our pilgrims have been allowed in batches to some of the other shrines in Pakistan. But every time this issue of consular access has come, if our pilgrims need any assistance, they have been denied. In fact, our diplomats in Pakistan have not been allowed to visit even some of these shrines. And the Government of India feels that those shrines are being allowed by the establishment there for some of the separatist elements. Some of whom still give in statement and try to cause tension. So we wanted that this should not lead to a situation where the life and the security for our pilgrims are not affected. See in the course of their visit because it is a very sensitive matter. But I think from the outcome of the second talks, in fact the first round we saw there was a lot of issue over even including this Gopal Singh Chavla, who was part of the Pakistani Gurdwara Pramanda Committee which India objected to his presence. This time he has been kept away and uh, I understand some assurance has come as to they will not increase this. But there are other issues also you know about the charging of fees. I think this is another sticking point because so far we do not have that commitment from the Pakistani side that a fee will not be charged. See, what has happened is the pace of work in terms of infrastructure. See, our side, we are doing it little faster than what is happening on the other side. Our passenger terminal at the Dera Nanak side on our side of the border will be ready by October end. It can handle about 5000 billion rupees a day. But similar infrastructure development on other side has not kept pace. So consequently, you know, we are a little worried about what kind of facilities will be available given the kind of rush of pilgrims that are expected. Of course, the Pakistan side has admitted that there are infrastructure issues because they had even suggested, you know, instead of all weather bridge, we can have a a mud embankment and a road, uh, which Indian side felt that that would not be safe. And besides, it may cause flooding on the site because you are blocking the river. So there are still some issues, but I think the positive news is for which our pilgrims have been looking forward the state government of Punjab has also been looking forward is that Pakistan is at least committed on a principle to create those infrastructure facilities
1: and have them up and running by the time the 550th anniversary comes around this time you know the concept of charging fees for a pilgrimage is again a little strange and Pakistan is always very concerned about its public relations and the image that it creates and somehow as they are trying to woo the Sikh community it's kind of Difficult to believe that they would finally levy some kind of a fee. But anyway, that is hypothetical. The other interesting thing that has happened in the recent past, broadly related, is the installation of a statue of Maharaja Ranjit Singh inside the Lahore fort just two weeks ago. That has created some kind of dilemma in Pakistan about the kind of image they're trying to project about itself. Do you think that is also related in some ways to the effort by the Imran Khan government to become a little more less? fanatic or fundamentalist as they are seen to
0: be. Ever since Imran Khan came, in fact, even the corridor side issue itself opened up after he took over. And it was in fact a kind of a goodwill gesture, Mm. as we were told, that they would open up this corridor for the pilgrims to come. Subsequent to that, we have seen the kind of pressure Imran Khan has been facing, particularly from the hardliners and fanatics in his own country. And his party being seen as a softer on these extremist elements, And the fact that now he is in the government and Pakistan is actually now trying to negotiate huge financial assistance from bodies like International Monetary Fund. Therefore, there is a pressure on his government to show that Pakistan is a modern state and is not hostage to these Islamist sections Hmm. within their country. So there is a message to be given. And of course, it has always been a strategy of Pakistan military establishment to always convey the message. Right from the days when we had the Sikh extremist problem mm-hmm. on this side, from the Zia Ghul-Lakstein. As far as Sikh religion and the Sikh Qom is concerned, Pakistan has a soft uh, approach. This we have seen, but this particular issue, the way it is shaping up, if it is good, that Pakistan realizes its non-Islamic heritage also, that's a very good move because I remember when uh, General Musharraf was uh, president, he ensured that Qatar's Raj was opened up and he wanted a UNESCO tag so that it could become a tourist spot to show that the Pakistani state is not against any of its uh, pre Islamic heritage. So, there are certain positive reasons for that approach, and India does appreciate the fact that these things are, you know, dear to the subcontinent. And today, Sikh is a living religion, you know, there are so many followers, and the fact that there have been a lot of you know eagerness and anxiety that finally this issue will get settled. Now, from the round of talks that have taken place, I think even to begin with, 5,000 pilgrims being allowed
1: to go every day, I think will largely uh, bring a lot of solace to the faithful. Absolutely, without question. But again, the issue arises, as Pakistan has said, about infrastructure. When you go to a Gurdwara, the whole infrastructure includes things like the langar and you know the parikramas and all of those kinds of things none of which really exist at this point of time. I remember we went to Gurdwara Panja Sahab which is fairly close to Islamabad and the facilities don't really exist because they haven't been. So this If you have 5,000 people a day going around mid-November, when the anniversary, is it going to be like a day journey? People go there, you know, mathateko and then come back? Or how is this likely to be working? Actually, physically, how will it work on the ground?
0: See, those who are going there for the first time would probably like to spend at least a day or two there. And as you mentioned, uh, this is a big issue, you know, particularly the boarding and the lodging facilities, what are the things available there. Now, these are some things which the Pakistani government would have to apply its mind because so far what has happened it, in whether it is a temple or a Gurdwara in Pakistan, the official policy is not to appear to be too encouraging because that will not be taken kindly by the clergy and the extremists. But uh, Imran Khan has shown that you know he wants to put Pakistan on a new path. So therefore, we'll have to see because obviously on this particular issue from the developments that have happened in the last two days, you know, we can assume probably the Pakistani military too feels the way the Imran government feels. So there could be a lot of things. The Pakistani government would not like the pilgrims to go back with an impression that proper facilities were not given. The sheer pressure of public opinion
1: would rather persuade them to create those uh, facilities very honestly, for Pakistan, it would be a huge public relations exercise as well if you have hordes of pilgrims going from here and coming back very satisfied. For them, at this point, they need all of the public relations goodwill that they can get given the fact that they're already under the grey list of the Financial Action Task Force. They've just only recently started putting some people like Hafiz Saeed, responsible for the twenty six eleven attacks, um, behind bars and charging them actually for the first time on terrorism charges so I think all of this is part of a big picture that Pakistan is trying to project connecting the dots to try and appear to be a little less fundamentalist and a little more of a softer state than the hardcore image that it has acquired. Would that be a correct assessment? Yeah, I think that's correct and of course they've already been facing pressure on account of the financial task force so there's so much a pressure
0: on them and at a time when Pakistan needs that kind of financial assistance. So you will have to appear to be a modern international law abiding country. So therefore uh, these kind of crackdowns are necessary and we believe that this time the crackdown we are told could be real because after all this is giving them a diminishing returns in terms of the perception because we have been suffering, I mean we know what it is actually there and what has happened but for the rest of the world because we have seen in the last decade wherever any terrorist attacks have taken place some link or the other has been traced to Pakistan. So that has not you know, exactly helped Islamabad in its uh, efforts to get more money. And I think it's a strong ally. Even China probably realizes the dangers of uh, this kind of terrorist activity being you know, uncontrolled because ultimately we have heard also reports of some of these extremists posing threat to even to that China-Pakistan Economic Corridor Project, right. where we have heard reports of uh, Chinese officials being kidnapped for ransom. We have heard these stories. So therefore, it's the interest of Pakistan to crack down on terrorism and also ensure that, you know, just for the sake of irritating India, they do not encourage those fragments of that separatist elements who could be there, who have been nurtured there. Because it's interest of the Pakistan and definitely India is going to respond positively. If There is any sincere move. You know, I think the big thing is our government has often conveyed very clearly, look, if you move one step forward on cracking down, we'd be more than willing to take the first step ourselves. So I think this Kartar Sai project is not just about, you know, Sikh pilgrimage. It's also about paving the way for actually
1: the normalizing of our relationship. which There are enough public opinion on both sides who want that, you know, things should move forward. The point is, you cannot perennially be in a state of war. It bogs down, the Pakistan economy is in a mess. The global economy is slowing down. So all of these issues would naturally be resolved if there was some element of normalization breaking out. We won't even talk about the word peace just yet. But hopefully, I think that yesterday's Kartarpur round of talks, the second round, and there's likely to be one more round, is going to resolve the issue. And hopefully, do you think that we will have the corridor functional and open in time for Guru Nanak's 500th yeah, anniversary? Uh, now that
0: mean. the second round of talks being completed, the pace of work on the first subject creation would now be speeded up and our own site, it will be done by October. So, therefore, things are moving forward. And the whole thing has a positive note that uh, finally, a long-pending desire of sick pilgrims, not only from India, from even countries like Canada, UK. So, ultimately, the corridor will open up and the faithful
1: can go and pay their homage and respects. Thank you so much, Shekhar, for your thoughts.
0: Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on significant developments of Kartarpur Corridor Talks. The participants were... Shekhar Ayer, political analyst, and Nilova Roy Chaudhary, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsttalks@gmail.com. at